Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning today's shear in the beginning of Hilchos B'Tziyas Apas. We are in Simen Kuf Samech Vav, which is on the top of page Samech Beis, the page following 122. Simen Kuf Samech Vav is Din Avsoko Ben B'Tziya making any kind of separation between the washing of the hands and the making of the Hamotzi. The Mechaber says in Sif Aleph, Yesh Omrim She'ein Tzorach Lizor Melahafsik Bein Etila Lahamotzi. There are those who say that one does not need to be careful from making a hefsik between the Netila and the Hamotzi. V'yesh Omrim She'ein Tzorach Lizor And there are those who say that you need to be careful and you can't make a hefsik between the Netila and the Hamotzi. And the Mechaber Paskas V'tov Lizor It is good to be careful. The Ramah says, V'yimshah Kedehilu Chofbez Amo Mikri Hefsik. If you pause the time it takes to walk 22 Amos, that's already called the Hefsik. Says the Mishabur in Sifkat and Aleph, an explanation of the first sheet of the Mechabah brought down, that you don't have to be careful from being Mafsik. The Madam Rinam Bishas, that which the Gemara Brachos tells us, take it from the Tilas Yadayim Suda, that immediately after the Tilas Yadayim you have to start your Suda. Svir Luhu, they hold the Hainu Shaloyis Asik, Bentayim Beiza Asik, O Maisa, Achiasiataito. That's only that you shouldn't get involved in any kind of action or activity that's going to cause your mind to go off your Suda that you're about to start. O Besicha or to be speaking a lot that will lead to a hesachadas. Even if that speaking a lot will be in words of Torah. But if you're sitting doing nothing, you're not doing any activity, even if there's a long delay, or even if you speak a little bit, there's no concern. Since the table is set before you, and your mind is to eat right away. So, you're not Mesiotas. That is the explanation of the first Shita that says you don't have to be careful from making a Hefsik. Because again, we're only worried about real activities and things that will lead to Hesachadas, but a small little Hefsik we're not worried about. The second Shita said, Yesh Omrim Shetzarach Lizar, that you should be careful if I'm not making a hefsik. Sifkatan Beis and Mishabur explains, Afilu Bishihil Luchud Kedil Kamei, even if it's just a pause, without doing anything, like we'll see later on. The Kol Shekein Shalolodabir Bintayim, Afilu Sichum Uetas, certainly not to speak in the interim, even a small amount of speaking, Vafilu Bidivay Torah, Chashev Hefsik Lidu Vitzarach Lizar, and even speaking words of Torah would be considered a hefsik according to the Shita, and you have to be careful from it. Levad Meadvarim Shehem Lutzarach Suda, besides things that are actually needed for the Suda, the Mutter Lahasik Lukulyalma that you will be allowed to be Mafsik for according to everyone. Sivkotan Gimel, the Machaber Paskin Vitovli Zar, it is good to be Khoshish for that cheetah and to be careful not to be Mafsik. Says the Mishabura Koswa Swarim Bashem Azora Kadosh, the Swarim Bingdam Bashem the Zayar, Shemitzvah Lo Odom Shi Espal Bukhol Yom Al Mizono Kodem Haachila. There's a mitzvah per person to daven every day for his Mizonas before he eats. If he forgot to say that fila before he washed his hands for eating, there are those who lean to say that you could say this tefila right after the netila, before the hamotzi, because it's not considered hefsik, because it's considered a little bit as a part of a suda, as a need of the suda. And therefore, even though you're saying this tefila between the netila and the hamotzi, they hold it's not a problem. Not only that, 
that in the brackets he writes Vyeshen Nogu Lachatchila Lomar Mizmor Hashem Roi Beinatiu Lamotzi. Some have a minig Lachatchila to say the Mizmor of Hashem Roi between the Natiwa and the Hamotzi. But the Mishabura then writes Vyoser Nachon. What's more appropriate and more proper is Sheyomrenu Achar Achilas Berchas Hamotzi. If you didn't make the Tefila before the Natiwas Yedayim, you should wait and make the Tefila only after you said the Hamotzi and ate the bread. V'chein Kosav Ayyarabe B'Shem Shlo. So too writes the El Yerabba in the name of the Shlo. The Ramah then told us if you pause the time it takes to walk 22 Amos, that is called a Hefzik. Says the Mishabura Sivkot and Dalvim Shaha, Hainu Mishah Shenigev Yodov Ad Birchas Hamotzi. The pause we're talking about over here is between the time that you finish drying your hands and the time that you're making the Brach of Hamotzi. You should not walk the time it takes, you should not pause the time it takes to walk 22 Amos. Sivkot and Hei, Kedehilo Chotbez Amma, the time it takes to walk 22 Amos. Shebishir Ze Nikri Hefsik. Because that amount of time is already considered a hefsik. Afilu biyoshe b'mekomo. Even if you're just sitting in your place. V'imholech mibeso l'bayis acher. And if you're walking from your house to another house. Yeshe machmir ma'afilu b'halicha mu'etes. And those who are machmir, even with a small amount of walking, that it's not allowed. U'mashma mi'achronim. D'bishalol etzorech enlishos klal b'intayim. D'achronim ha'mashma. That if there's no need, you should not pause at all between the netil sedayim and hamotzi. El yuvarech hamotzi miyot. Rather, you should make the hamotzi immediately following the drying of the hands. Again, the Ramah said that a, t- a delay about the time that it takes to walk 22 Amos is already considered a hefsek. And that's not called immediately after the washing, having the suda. According to the Mechaber, just paskened over here by saying, that it's better to have the suda right after the washing. One should be careful not to have a pause this amount of time between the netila and the Suda. Vidai, you should know, the Iker din tekifa hamusker besimen zed. This halacha of tekifa that we're discussing the simen, who rak mitzvah lachatchila, it is only a mitzvah lachatchila. Ava bidyevet, afilu shah harbe, but bidyevet, even if one paused for a nice amount of time, ohivsik bentayim, or he had some kind of hefsik in between, ain't tsaruch lachzor vlito yodov. He doesn't have to go back and wash his hands. Kol shaloi siyat daito bentayim ishmir as yodov. As long as he wasn't a siyat as in the interim from guarding his hands, he would not have to go back to wash again. Now the mashmos of this last line of the Mishabura is by saying, hifsik you don't have to wash again, it is mashma that even if the hesek was in Dibur, it sounds like even then you wouldn't have to go back and wash. But if you look at note number 9, it's a very important note. He brings from the Chazanish, the Chazanish writes, if you made a real hefsik, then it is befitting to go back and wash again. And Lagabe, one who is masik through speech or through action, the Chazanish writes, It's P- very probable to say that he needs to go back and wash. But you can certainly be lenient about the second Atila. Since it's not really coming it's either some kind of fine that we place on the person because he spoke or did some kind of activity or it's because of the Hidr that he doesn't want to have any kind of separation and therefore he certainly can be more lenient when it comes to his second Atila. 
Shalchus Egros Moshe, the Kitzur Shulchanuch, and Rav Moshe Feinstein write Shamafsik Bedibur Tzarech Lachzor Velito. They both paskin that if one who is Mafsik Bedibur, he does need to go back and wash a second time. So even though the Mishabura says over here in the last line, Avol Bedieved Afilu Shaharbi, even if you pause for a long amount of time, Ohisik Bein Tayim, Ain't Tzarech Lachzor Velito Yada. But Rav Moshe and the Kitzur Shulchanuch and the Chazanish seem to say that in fact, if you your Hefsik was a speaking Hefsik, you would have to go back and wash your hands again. We continue weiter in the Mechaber in Simen Kuv Samachzayin, which is Makom Uzman HaBetziah Umi HaBotziah. The place and the time of the Betziah, and who is the one who is making the Hamotzi. So the Mechaber begins to Aleph and says, Botziah Bapas Makom When you're cutting the bread to eat it, you cut in the place where it was baked well. And the Ramos says, Ubepas didon. When it comes to our bread, Yesh Litzoa Bitsada Pas, you should cut the bread on the side, the Yachtoch Maat Mitsada Elyon, the Atachton. And you should cut a little bit from the top of the bread and from the bottom of the bread. We'll stop there on top for today and we'll see the Mishaburus. Sivkotan Aleph, Botseya Bepas, the Machari told us that you first cut the bread in a place where it was baked well. Hainu Laachar Shanota Yodav Laachila, after you washed your hands for eating. And you want to make a bracha on the bread to eat. You cut the bread for the honor of the bracha in the place where it's baked well. The place where it's harder. And not the place where the bread is softer in the middle. So you want to make the bracha for kavod bracha on a place where it's baked well. That's more chashivas for the bracha. What is the when he says a pasti done. So the Berlach explains that in the olden days, we know from the Gemara that the way they bake the bread is they put the bread on the wall of the oven. And nowadays, that the Ramah is referring to is we put the bread on the bottom of the oven. So the Ramah is mashma that only with our bread you want to make sure that you get some of the top and some of the bottom because as we're going to see at Samachlokas, which part really starts baking first. But the Gra takes issue with this and the Mishabura brings in Sefkotan Beis, I am the Bir HaGra, Shemefakfeik Alushon Didon, he takes issue with this language of the Ramah that he says we're speaking about our bread. The same din is true with their ovens. When they used to attach the bread on the side wall of the oven, it's the same exact din, the ayin biralocha. So the Gros says that when the Ramah says, pasti done, our bread, it's our bread, it's not really accurate because really, whether the bread is on the wall or the bread is on the ground, you have the same machlokas and therefore the same maskana as we'll see to cover all shitas, you should cut it on the side and get part of the top and the bottom, as we'll see now as we go weiter in Sifkot and Gimel. You cut the bread, Bitzara Pas, the Gemara Isa Lechad Girsa, the Gemara brings out according to one Girsa in Rashi, Shabotzea Mimokum Shemasu HaPas Likro Mulis Basho, that you cut the bread in the place where it started to bake. There are poskim that hold that it's the higher part of the bread. The bread is on the ground of the oven. So the part that it bakes first, this sheet to holds, is the top part that's facing the airspace of the oven. There are those who say that the bottom part is the one that bakes first. It's the part of the bread that's sitting on the ground of the oven. That's what bakes first. So we have a machlokas. 
says, Therefore the Ramah says, you should cut the bread from the side. That way you're cutting a little bit from the top, a little bit from the bottom, and you can be yotze both shitas. On that the Gra says, it's not only by our bread that's on the ground, and you have the top and the bottom, the same thing would be true if you have a bread against the wall, like in the olden days, it also would be a machlokas, what bakes first, the part that's facing the airspace of the oven, or the part that is on the oven wall. Yesh omrim shetov Here the Mishabu is discussing a case where you see a bread, and in the middle of the bread you see a crack, so you want to cut the bread for the bracha across from the opposite side of the bread. You want to cut the bread on the side that is opposite from where it is cracked. Because really that's the side where the bread started baking. And the pressure of the beginning of the baking on that side caused the dough to crack on the other side. So if you see a crack on one side, you want to cut the bread on the opposite side, because that's where it started baking. Then the Mishabura says, but Prusa, if one is making hamotzi, not on a shalim, not on a full loaf, but rather on a piece, so let's say it's a half a roll, so part of the roll looks shalim, part of the roll looks cut, so the Mishabura says, but Prusa, shenifras. with a Prusa, you're able to make the hamotzi and take off first a place where it was cut, the ha-shalim. you don't have to cut it from the place where it was shalim. You should be careful that when you're cutting it from the side, even where it was porous, that you can, in fact, cut a little bit from the top and the bottom to Mekayim, what we're saying over here in the Ramah. And the Mishabura ends off and says, In the place where the loaf got burnt in one place, or it got stuck to some dirt, one should not cut from that place for the bracha of Hamotzi. Because again, we said before, the reason why we're cutting in the place where it's baked well, it's more chashivas to the bracha, but of course, if it's burnt or it's attached to some dirt, it's dirty, so that would not be chashivas to the bracha, that would be the opposite. So though there isn't any of the cut where it was baked well, but not where it was baked too well, not where it was burnt, or not where it got dirty, we'll stop there and continue with the rest of Sif Aleph and Mitz Hashem in the next year. You have been listening to a shir from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Maramakimas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.